Um, you know, I, I mean, the deal is, is uh, you got to understand something. Uh, I understand that to build a big, massive, thousands and thousands of people, I can't be me. I can't. You know, I have to walk out and say stupid stuff. And, uh, uh, you know, blow smoke and, and what, you know, pat you on the head. And, oh, aren't you? So, oh, we, we, did you miss me? No, we didn't even notice you weren't there. And, you know, I'm just thinking, what are you, are you lying? Uh, I just think we have a mission. Uh, yeah, okay, spiritual maturity. This is going to be a different night tonight. Is that okay with you? We're going to go, get ice cream in just a couple minutes. Hey, we've been working. If you weren't there today, just lie. Okay, because in a minute, we're going to take a worker's break. And we're just going to eat ice cream, fellowship, and it, right? Uh, but but uh, uh, what, was I, what was I saying? Spiritual maturity. Spiritual maturity. Check it out. Biblically, okay, I don't care what you think it is. It does not matter what you think spiritual maturity is. You've got to go to the Word. You know, let the Bible define the Bible. And if you study the Bible, and, you know, and, and Shelby and I last week, uh, you know, we, we, we got home. We came home to be at the thing, you know, this weekend. And I'm glad we did. At first, I was a little irritated. Yeah, because, well, again, I'm just telling you the truth. You know, we, we rode like 2,000 miles. We saw all kinds of stuff. We were at the church. You know, I was at church my very first day of life. I was born, and we were at church that night, and we were at the church. The manger's still there. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't say, you know, it is. It wasn't mine. But, but, uh, but uh, uh, you know, we, we, were, uh, we, we, were, we were just making the rounds. You know, 30, 31 years of doing ministry together, and, and we've been studying this stuff. You know, and, and not... not you know, not just for our own thing, you know, but to help you, to help people grow. Listen, I've been studying this for a while, okay? Spiritual maturity, biblical spiritual maturity is really, there's really only three elements. You want them? You sure? Okay. Quit looking at me like that then. Uh, okay. Spiritual maturity comes out here real quick. If you're here tonight and you don't own a Bible, hold your hand up real, real, real fast. The ushers want to give you one. And I want everybody to have a copy of the Word of God, okay? Everybody get in the Word, get in the Word, get in the Word, get in the Word. Every day, get in the Word, okay? No excuses, get in the Word until the Word gets into you. Find a verse and just, I mean, weave it into the fabric of your being, okay? And then go to the next one and start adding to it, add to it, okay? After 31 years, let me tell you what spiritual maturity is out of the Bible. Biblical spiritual maturity. One, there's just three, three points. One, love God. I mean, that's, you know, come on, let's just get real for a minute. We can get, listen, I can, I can get a bunch of uh, uh, Hebrew and Greek out for you. I can, I can make this complicated or we can make this simple. One, here it is. Just love God. And I'm talking about love him. Okay? Love God. Don't lie to yourself. Love God. Okay? Because a lot of times, you know, we'll say, well, I love God. Okay, give that up. Well, I don't, well, wait a minute. You know, God wouldn't have me do. God wants me to ha- be happy. Show me that in the book. Hey, I'm telling you, God life will produce joy, but you being happy, especially if you're a spoiled little Christian brat, 
you know, can, can, I, can I just be me tonight? Okay, because it's, it's really funny, you know, it's really funny because we're out there, you know, we're, we're down there at the park and we're having to remember this ain't about us. And you know how, you know how, how quickly people would, would shift over and there was, one, there was one spot where they were making sure people had the right, you know, things, bracelets to get the right stuff and they started, and I had to, I had to move real quick. I, I'm like, I'm out of this spot because, you know, they're starting to get, you know, I, hey, I enjoy being mean to church attenders. But to the guests that we brought into, into, into the park, let's be really nice to them, right? You know, they, they, they ain't got to jump through hoops. Let's help them out. And, and uh, uh, you know, it, for you and me, we, we got to get this, right? Love God. Don't lie to yourself. I mean, develop a love for God. Love God. The second point, obey him. Love God and obey God. Okay, you got to love God and you got to obey God. And let me tell you something about obeying God. He hardly ever wants to do what you want. Okay, okay, it's just not. He's just not like, whoa, what do you want to do? No, you know, he's got he's got his stuff and he wants you to do his stuff. Okay, now now we know, right? A mature believer knows that. You know, no eye has seen, no ear has heard, neither has it entered the heart of any man the things that God has prepared for those that love. That God's handling things for you. But this obedience thing, man, you got to obey God. And you're going to do it his way. Matthew 6, Seek first the kingdom of God and his way of doing and being right. He'll take care of all these other things. All these things shall be added to you. But you're, your thing, seeking his way. You got to seek his way. Okay, as a body. Let me tell you what we got to do. You know, people get mad and they leave. Can't do it your way. I got to seek his way. Right? We're seeking his way. And uh, if that bothers you, you know, guess what? It kind of bothers me too. But we're going to obey God. We're going to love God. We're going to obey God. And, and you know the third point? The third point is, is really vital. And most Christians, especially in our culture, they don't, they don't even, it's like they don't even know it's there. But it, I'm telling you, 30-some years of, of studying the book, you know, spiritual maturity shows up in loving God, obeying God, and serving others. That's what, I'm telling you, this is, you go study the book. You gotta, if you're going to grow, if you don't love God, you know, it's, 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 a, it's an indicator of, of, well, there's still some immaturity there. Okay, because, you know, uh, when, when, when you first start dating, right, when, when, when the courtship realm, right, the courtship realm, not, not the commitment realm, the courtship realm. It, you've been married for how long now? Two, wow, two months. Is it any different? She's like, yeah, you're thinking about it. She's like, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, I'm telling you, you, you move over to commitment realm. And sometimes, you know, you bring that courtship mentality. Right? Because it's just a mindset that we've always had where, you know, when, when Shelby and I were courting, yeah, uh, you, you know, I'd call her when I wanted to. She'd answer if she felt like it. 
right? You know, we didn't even have caller ID back then. You know, it's just like, you know, I would, I would, I, I would know if something was up because Shelby's mother, Bonnie, would answer the phone. And, and then I'd know, well, Shelby's not in the right mood. Because, you know, when we were courting, when I called, it was Shelby, Shelby beat her mom to the phone. Unless Shelby didn't want to talk to me. And then it'd be, hi, Bonnie, is Shelby there? Let me check. I'm like, I'll just hang up and go on with my day already, okay? Uh, That's the courtship realm. In the courtship realm, you're checking your caller ID. In the commitment realm, you wake up, boom, we're there. 31 years later, she wakes up, I'm right there. (laughs) What you doing? (laughs) Trying to sleep. Want to do something? Want to go for a ride? You know, okay. In the commitment realm, everything's different. In the courtship realm, in the courtship realm, you know, you, you, you buy her flowers, you take her, flowers, you know, candy. In the commitment realm, you take out the trash. <laughs> See, this love thing starts changing the way you think and changing the way you feel and changing the choices you make. And some of you guys need to get this because in your love of God, you got to let him grow you so you quit dating him. You go to, go to church when it's convenient. Oh, I'm on you now. Yeah. You, I know what you're thinking. We should have went to Dairy Queen. Yeah, but, you, you know, hey, commitment, commitment, right? And, and, and maturity is, hey, I'm loving God. I'm loving God. Right? I, I'm committed. I'm committed. You know, I know people who, who changed their 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 marriage plans to accommodate Day of Hope, you think 35 years from now their marriage isn't going to be blessed? Dude, I'm just telling you. Some of you had to make special arrangements to, to make this thing happen. Other people made special arrangements to not participate. Well, and I, I can, you know, I already know I'm, I'm going to, you know, people are going to be bothered by me even bringing that up. Well, so now you're judging me? Yeah, I'm supposed to. I hate that thing about we're not supposed to judge each other. Really? Who told you that? I mean, read your book. You, ha- you have to judge. You have to determine. Judgment is not a bad thing. Judgment could be in your favor. How come when you think of judgment, you think of bad? Well, because normally you're wrong. And so you hope that judgment, you know, ain't nobody going to judge me. That's because you already know that you'd, you'd lose. But judgment's good when you win the case. So just win the case. <laughs> so you got love. See, that love thing's going to change your, it's going to change. Right? It's, it's going to change. Uh, and you know what it's going to do? It's going to position you to where in obedience is awesome. We have these mindsets, and, 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 and a lot of times in, in, in our current mindset, let me just tell you something about an immature mindset. An immature mindset thinks that obedience means I don't get what I want. That's not what obedience is. 
Obedience is awesome. It's like correction. Correction isn't bad. Correction's awesome. You know, you know uh, correction is, is amazing because it keeps you from living wrong. Because, you know, if you think wrong, you're going to feel wrong. And if you feel wrong, you're going to choose wrong. If you choose wrong, you're going to live wrong. You live wrong, you get the wrong, you get the wrong result. I don't want the wrong result. So correction would be great. And let me tell you something. You want to you eliminate correction from your life? Receive instruction. Because, see, if you receive instruction, you don't even need correction. Because you just live by the instruction. See, when you open up the box and they, it's that sheet in there and it's got the list of stuff, one, two, three, four, and little pictures. And stuff. That, that, that's the instruction sheet. It's not the correction sheet unless you try to do it without the instruction. Right? So if you follow the instructions, you won't need corrections. Just walk in obedience. It's awesome. Do it his way. And get a heart. And, and, and let me tell you something. If, you, if you're really struggling, it's just a sign of immaturity. Grow. Just grow. Hey, I'm going I'm to grow my love for God so I can grow in, in this obedience. I really want to do life God's way. And if you don't have a passion to serve others, it's just immaturity. We just, we just need to, you know what, it, get over yourself. If, if, we, if we could just get over ourselves man, and just make this about others, God would take care of us. You know what, this building that we're sitting in, it's not for us. It's for them. It's for those that are, they're not even here yet. And here we are making sacrifices and, you know, paying for stuff and working and doing everything we can. Why? Because we're getting it ready for others. And, you know, when, when, when you sign up, you say, okay, I'm going to get involved and, 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 and I'm, I'm going to help in the parking lot. Let me tell you why you help in the parking lot. Because you love God. It, it ain't because you like to look at cars. Dude, I just love cars. I just want to look at the cars, watch them come in, watch them go out, bring some rags and polish, and people are in church, I'm going to polish the car. No, that's not why you're out there helping park cars, because you love cars. It's because you love God. Some of us think that we serve because we like it. I hope you like it, but you're not a greeter because you need a hug. Let me give you some instruction so you don't need no correction. Hello? Well, a lot of people think that they're doing that to meet their need. Well, if I don't get to do what I want, then I'm going to leave. See you, immature little person. 
was my gifting. Not really. If I don't get to sing with the microphone, then, well, wait, what if you can't sing with a microphone? What if you really ain't that good? What if you should greet? Just say, hey, if, you know, if you're gifted and you sing, but even, even if you're gifted, if you're doing it because you get to sing, I think you should greet. Because I don't think that we should do what we do to meet our need. That's immaturity. See, maturity is loving God enough, I'll do anything. Dude, listen, listen to me. Listen to me. I've done everything. You, you know the problem around here is that they, they, try, they have to follow me around and make me stop doing. They're, right now, they're, they're chasing me down. Don't do that. Somebody, you need to let others do this. I want to do everything. I'm telling you, there ain't nothing around here that I won't do. It, why? It's, it is not because, you know, how, how come, oh, look at Pastor Tom. He really likes to mop the floors. No, to, Pastor Tom really loves God. I'm just telling you. And I'm going to obey God. And whatever I set my hand to do, I'm giving it everything. Hello? And I'm going to serve others. I'm telling you, we're going to serve, we're going to be a people, that, that thing that went on down there with, uh, okay, what if, what if you can't get 40-some other churches to help? We'll do it anyways. We're going to do whatever, whatever it takes to love God, obey God, and serve others. Hello? And, and, on, the, and, on, and on the journey, let me tell you what's going to happen to you. You're going to be happy, you're going to be healthy, you're going to be blessed, and you're going to be anointed. Why? Because that's God's part. You're going to be happy, wealthy, healthy, blessed. I'm telling you, your life's going to be amazing. But you got to, you got to do it not to get the amazing life. you got to do it because I love God. Let me tell you why I love him. Because I know where I'd be without him. Dude, raised in a Christian home. I told you, first day of my life I was at church. Doing music, was going, going, go, going big time. Going to do music. Got around Christian music artists and found out they're freaks. Couldn't, couldn't handle being around them. Didn't like them. Didn't like what was going on. Why? Because none of it was for the love of God. The, I shouldn't say none of it. It like wide sweeping. Just the, the places where I was. Okay, the people that I was connected to. The things that we were doing. I knew where I'd end up without God. I knew where I was going. I knew how I felt. I knew how empty I was. I knew how broken I was. I, I knew how, how desperate I was. And when God showed up and fixed that for me, not because I earned it, not because I deserved it, but just because I needed it. Dude, I love God. And when I realized that what he had done for me you know how good God has been to me and that he'll do the same for you? Shut the front door. 
You mean to tell me that those people, and, and I, look at, I look at you guys and I'm thinking, as messed up as these people are? I mean, for crying out loud, I, you know, go to the second row, dear God, help us, okay. And, 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 and God loves you and he'll do it for you too? Man, doesn't it just make you kind of, it just makes you want to embrace him, doesn't it? That, that, man, he'll help you, he'll bless you, he'll strengthen you, and he'll do it for these people too. And if you're not amazed that he'll do it for you, look over two, two or three seats. You'll be amazed at the goodness of God. Well, why don't we carry this out there and use what God's done in us and just be a blessing to others? That's what God's calling us to. That's what it's all about. That's spiritual maturity. You love God. You obey God. You serve others. Let me tell you something. If you're not serving others, it's because you're not obeying him. And if you're not obeying him, it's probably because your relationship's broken. You're not loving him the way you need to. You need to be positioned to let him love you. So tonight, I just want everybody to just bow your, bow your head, close your eyes for just a minute. There's people here right now that we're, we're all going to pray a prayer together but there's people here right now and you need to make this your prayer you just need to say okay I'm birthing a love relationship with God I need God I need forgiveness I need acceptance I, I need him to change me I need God then you need to make this prayer your prayer if that's you while nobody's looking around not going to call you out won't have you stand, won't make you come forward, but you're here and you're saying, you know what, Pastor Tom, I'm going to get real with God right here, right now. It's going to be my prayer. Just hold your hand up real high so I can just see it. I want to agree with you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It's awesome. You can put them down. Anybody else? Thank you. Thank you. That's awesome, guys. Anybody else? Say, yep, it's time. It's awesome. Thank you. Everybody in this place, just pray this. Just say, Dear Heavenly Father, I need you. I need your love. I need your acceptance. I need your forgiveness. Come into my life. Change me from the inside out. Give me hope. Give me strength. Give me vision. I choose to live for you every day of my life. Thank you for saving me. Thank you for setting me free. In the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Come on, give God one more big shout, one more big praise. He's worthy.